Prophet. This is Night Train 357. And we are Trolling for Friends. Episode 10. Black Love. Where we take the online rage. Offline. Or the love, I guess. Alright, so you know, we have our significant others here today. I have my lovely wife, <laughs> Dr. Donisha Beverly Davis. Oh. Alright. And, and I love my wife so much, I'm gonna let her introduce herself. <laughs> Ooh, Boston. Uh, I am Brianna Pula and I am the producer of the illustrious podcast Trauma for Friends. <sighs> right, 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 right. Ooh. All right, so we're going to roll right. We're oh, gonna... We got a studio audience today. I guess we do. Yeah. We, do. we got some black love couples in here. Yeah. Wrap it up. All right. Yes, sir. Yes, yes sir. Kissy face and stuff and all that stuff. Okay. I see you back there, youngin. Mm-hmm. Ow! <laughs> All right. Yes. How was your it's week? Time to have. Oh, it was, uh, it was good. So how was your week? It was good. It was. Uh, it was. It was a busy week. Uh, you know, I went to. Uh, uh, you know, DJ RBI had a birthday last night. Okay. Yeah, we went and hung out and stuff like that. It was really good. Um, you know, uh, I'm getting ready for a trip to Mexico. Okay. I'm actually gonna be leaving for Mexico. A friend of mine is getting married. Speaking of not black love but brown love. Okay. You know, it's uh, you know he, he uh, brown love with a white man, but he's he's really nice. Sexy's ginger, I know. Okay. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, my friend is getting married in Cabo, Mexico, so we're doing a destination wedding. Okay. You know, and uh, congratulations on I just saw your wedding video. Oh yeah, yeah. That joint yeah, was yeah, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. We had our we had our Black Love uh, brunch slash podcast. Yeah. 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 We had like. We had, you know, all our closest friends you here. You didn't tell me that there I mean, until I picked up the grits, I didn't know there was weed in the grits. I mean, we call it cannabis, cannabis in our I'm community, sorry, yeah. you know what I mean? Edited It was edible. It was we got some grits with some uh, infused, infused, yeah. infused grits. But it had like three after dinner minutes after. You know what I mean? <laughs> Bottomless mimosas, champagne around. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Checks in the mail. Um, <laughs> how was your week? Oh, um... We were in Roanoke, Virginia for Thanksgiving. That's right, yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, lots of, uh, just going to Roanoke, you kind of shift a mindset. You know, we're talking about black love here and you know, I kind of get tensed up going into red state Virginia. But we went it's down. It's not red anymore though. Virginia is not red anymore, but Roanoke is still Roanoke. Okay. <laughs> is that so, near Roanoke Rapids? They call it Roanoke Rapids. They don't even say Roanoke. They say Roanoke. Run a rapids. It's formerly known as the Big Lick. Yeah. yeah. So okay. we went down there in a truck, you know. Big truck. Big truck. Went, went to Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> you know, did all the the small town Virginia things. Okay. Listen to like Old Town Road like three times. Yeah, it's like it's like a mountain stream. It's like mountainous, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that's the draw when they when you're going to a hotel. Yeah. They'll be like, you can see mountains. You can no, see mountains. They'll, they'll say, do you want a room with a um, mountain View, and it's like everything has a mountain view. Right. So, yeah. so how was, how, well, Yanisha, how was your week? Prepare for Thanksgiving with the family. You know, we had a great, great time. Just a small family came Black, over. Black Friday? Black Friday? No deals. Black Friday. <laughs> really? No? no? It was Netflix and chill for me. Good. Yeah, actually, that was me too. I, I needed I some Black downtime. Friday. Yeah. So yeah, we just prepared for Thanksgiving, and we had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Family over. That's it. Merry Christmas. Absolutely. Okay, yeah. <laughs> all right, cool. So, yeah, we're going to talk a little uh, news today. First of all, we're going to get into trolling with Al because he always got an interesting story to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Gabrielle Union and NBC. 
and all that craziness going on. Uh, we're going to talk uh, black love, uh, really talk about black love and our thoughts on that. And we want everybody to engage in this. So if you have something hilarious to say, we'll fucking say it. Uh, <laughs> we're going to talk um, Jordan Sparks. We're going to talk uh, marriage counseling. Does it work? Uh, we're going to talk about our favorite black love movies. And um, we're going to break down... What's the next one? So, um, we're going to talk some Christmas gifts. I know not all of us celebrate, but sometimes you buy something for your significant other. I love getting gifts. We need gifts. to talk about it. That's your love language? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a love language. language. No, I'm not a gift person. My love language actually isn't giving gifts. No. It isn't? Okay. No, my mother, my mother likes getting gifts. Okay. And giving gifts. Yeah, I, okay. I like uh, acts of service. Acts of service. Yeah, I, like be, okay. I, I like to be okay. served. And we're going to talk um, uh, about, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> we're talking about Queen and Slim at the end. So, anywho, we're going to talk, uh, let's, get, let's get into it. Al? Oh, before Al, someone trolled us oh, on YouTube. Yeah. Al, did you see that comment? I did. It was almost, it was really disturbing, actually. Yes, yes, yes. Did, did, you, did anybody see the last troll that we got? <laughs> oh, man, this is beautiful. Um, I, we got a comment uh, from our last show. It says, I would love to bend Donald Trump over, part his ample cheeks, and shove my manhood deep into his brown swamp. Whoa! After achieving <laughs> a love loaf explosion, it was disturbing. I would survey Whoa. the mixture of man essence and old man booty and proudly announce, ain't that an impeach? I pray Donald Trump has kept his whoopsie nice, hygienic, and godly. Rudy Giuliani doesn't get my juices going. I wouldn't stink the pink there. So apparently, so we got a troll. So you pissed off Megatron. That's what you pissed. <laughs> yeah. Who writes that? Um, I mean, uh, somebody. Uh, who loves somebody Trump? I don't know. I don't know what their angle was. I don't even know how to respond to that. I don't think it's worth us responding to. I just copy and paste that and put it on every. Right, he looked up a tag and found yeah, about trying. That yeah. is not something you just do for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was it was very well crafted. <laughs> it was live. Yeah. All right, but I'm sure Al has some better trolling news. Trolling news. I actually didn't get a chance to. I did troll. I had a troll situation uh, this week, but. I actually wanted to talk about some black love stuff, right? Oh, okay. We so, really are on the positive. So this is not me. This is not me trolling. This is this guy. Yeah, any guy, you know this guy's name right here? Godfrey. Godfrey, right? He's an actor comedian. Yeah. Yeah. So he trolled apparently this dude right here, and we're gonna get it up on the screen for the viewers. Um this this guy right here. He's a basketball player. I don't know his name though. I don't know his name, but he said some disparaging remarks about black women, right? Called them uh, Rottweilers. Rottweilers, right? Dogs or some shit like that. Damn. Anyway, um, my man Godfrey went on him. So listen, here you go. Hello, everyone. Godfrey here. You see this picture here? Yes. This man's name is Patrick Patterson. And not too long ago, he made some very disparaging remarks about black women. He said, All black women are bulldogs. Well, are they, my friend? So what you are saying, Mr. Patterson, is that your mother is a bulldog? 
Your grandmother's a bulldog. Your great-great-grandmother's a bulldog. Your sisters, your aunties are all bulldogs. Listen, when we talk about black women, we're not just talking about the women on Instagram in their bikinis and twerking and showing their bodies hmm? unnecessarily all the time. No. You are talking about all the black women, yes? Hmm? Don't forget, black women are the most educated in America, it's a fact. Google it, my friends, yes. <laughs> and also the black woman is the creator of all humankind. Yes, black girl magic at its finest. Yes, so as you can see, he's dating a white woman, which is fine. I'm not saying that love does not transcend color, but with the history that we have with our white brothers and sisters, I sometimes doubt that it's love. Might be fetishes, might be trying to get a parent angry, or might be a self-inferiority complex that is so deep in your soul, it is too far to pull it out. Yes, 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 yes. So do not make that mistake again, my friend. You understand? Hmm. How dare you say that? You know, I think black society, I don't like to say black community, sounds very poor. Black society, you know, I want to get rid of black people that want to throw us under the bus in public. We have to get rid of them. If you have a barrel of apples and a couple of them are rotten, what do you do? You throw them out. Just like we need to do with some of these silly sellout Negroes, men and women, that continue to say shit about our wonderful culture. People that deny their blackness. All of them need to go forever. Ostracization. Yes, is what I say. So, you calling us and calling black women bulldogs, my friend, Mr. Patterson, since you've gone to the other side, I would call you a stray dog, my friend. Good luck with that. The sunken place is very deep. Watch the teacups. <laughs> Good day. I love his accent. I love his he accent. murdered that. He murdered that. He had so, a pipe. The only thing I can say about well. that is any man who um, complains or uh, says something derogatory about uh, referring to black women as a dog, I'm assuming has a very, very small penis. Why would he say that? Like, yeah. Why would you say black women are bulldogs? I have no fucking. I mean, <laughs> that makes no sense. Like, I, I, I would say that a guess is that we have these standards of beauty and femininity that are based on white women. Yeah, and a lot of that comes back to slavery, where um, black women were you know demonized as you know these temptress these women that were stealing the masters away from their wives harlots yeah they're harlots and the white woman was this pure thing that you needed to protect and that was pretty much the basis for the kkk and so unfortunately some black men believe the same Rhetoric. story yeah it kind of gets passed down through generations something that's learned i guess yeah. Self-hatred. It's total self-hatred. Definitely. Self-hatred. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I don't mind. Listen, you know, like he said, man, you know, I think love transcends race. Yes. You know, but why do you have to, at the same time, disparage your culture? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you don't, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so, on that, a more, so, 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 uh, on a positive note, 
ain't got nothing. <laughs> that was a that was a troll. Like that was that's a nice troll. That's a that was trolling without. Yeah. To tenth level, that, I couldn't that, do that, it like that. He that, killed it. That gets three golden owls. Yeah, man, he <laughs> tro he trolled the shit out of that dude. Yeah, so. But at the screen, just pictures of Al, but he's golden. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I saw this subject that you brought up with Gabrielle Union uh -huh. and NBC. She's on a uh, America's Got Talent, yeah, yeah, and yeah. she got fired. So. Let's bring, let's bring this up real quick. Let's bring this up real quick. Because I have, I pulled this up on my phone, actually. Um, yeah, NBC working with Gabrielle Union after America Got Talent exit. NBC says it's working with Gabrielle Union after she lashed out uh, at the network following her exit from America's Got Talent. Union uh, reportedly explained to producers... Complained. Uh, or complained, I'm sorry, to producers about a Korean joke made by guest star Jay Leno. He's been problematic before, mm -hmm. and was distraught to get uh, notes that her hair was air quote or too too black. Too black. Yeah. Uh, sources, yeah, her hair is too black because that's a thing. Um, sources also said that show boss Simon Cowell wanted Union to come. King racist. Uh, to, yeah, come, uh, king of the two tight tees. Um, Union to come to him about her issues on set and not. Uh, NBC. Uh, Furious stars included Ellen Pompeo, uh, Ariana Grande, and Deborah Messing came to her defense as NBC insiders said they had no knowledge of Union's complaints. I would like to hear from you since you've been working in the corporate world for years, I'm pretty sure with lots of our, you know, Caucasian Citizens. Well, our, our, American, our, our, yeah. our, our fellow citizens of the letter race. And so, 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 so she got fired because she didn't like the comment about the hair. She complained and went over she went over Simon's head. Mm -hmm. And but then, you know, I, I I hear your question, but I got sidetracked when you said Ellen Pompeo is complete. Well, they came to her defense. They came to her defense, and the first thing I thought about, she had, I think she has black kids. I'm not totally sure, but I think she has her, right, and so, and so she's very sensitive about that, because I think she was on the red talk table with, uh, um, Jada Pinkett talking about you know having interracial relationship and kids from that. Yeah. And I mean, I got I got sidetracked from that because I could see why she would jump to Gabrielle Union's defense on yeah, that. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I'm, I I don't know even know what to say because as a woman who's bald, you know, working in in the federal government, I get looks all the time. People looking at me. You know, I've had people come and try to, you know, as a, hey, greeting. Yes, and, I, and I'm very good with my swerve. You know, like, I know how to swerve. Oh, you know what I mean? And, and it's crazy, but, you know, I don't, sometimes we even have our mentors, even other older black women, tell us to kind of check ourselves with our hairdo. Yeah. So even while it's, it may be something that, you know, we're all sensitive about, sometimes we are internally have a thing that we're supposed to conform when it comes to our hairstyle and our appearance. It's interesting because it's like, how do you get out of that mentality? You know, because they're it, well, not quite post-traumatic slaves, but maybe it is, I don't know. But it's like, how do you get out of that mentality? Well, I'll say for me, um, I got locks 
um, shortly after I moved to DC about nine years ago and everybody kept on saying, well, how are you going to get a job? And it was just like, I, I do not want to work somewhere where they have a problem with my hair because then they're going to have a problem with a bunch of other things that are not my hair. They're going to have a problem with, you know, things I might say, comments I might have. And, you know, unfortunately the locks have not kept me away from racism. I have worked at places where they asked me to do things, not me myself, but I've worked at places as a designer where they've asked me to lighten people's skin to replace photos with brown people, you know, with white people. Um, I've had a company, I, I put a plus size woman in an ad and they went and took me to this room that I'm pretty sure that they closed off so nobody would hear and they said you need to take the big lady off all the ads because the client didn't want that. And so that was early in my career and Gabrielle Union, she's she is like an A-list star. She does not have to deal with this at all. Right, right, right. It's not, it's not, the one thing about this is, uh, although she was let go and they're trying to work things out, like you say, she's an A-list star. So it's not like she can't find something else, you know, it's like we should definitely support her in the community, you know, and, and, and try to find ways to support other people. Um, because that, especially for something like that, it's, you know, it's your hair, for God's sake. Mm -hmm. it's, 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 it's your image. It's, and it is a bigger issue than, than just this. It's an issue of the media and Hollywood and people trying to control the way we look and feel. If you're a little bigger, or you're a little smaller or whatever, it doesn't fit this stock photo image that you have to have. But, it's crazy. But I think that Sam, Simon was probably upset about the fact that, and I don't know if you all have encountered this, but if you have a problem at your job, mm -hmm. and instead of you going to your boss, you go over your boss's head, and you talk to the person above <laughs> your boss, and then your boss, your immediate boss, is upset like you could have came to me first. Well, that's Simon's and problem. So, yeah. That's Simon's and that, problem and that's because where if she I think... If si si I blame the management right. because if it's Simon who goes, who, who feels that way, right. he did something that made... Gabrielle feel uncomfortable. Right. This is a normal everyday work thing. When your boss, my sister, my sister works for TJ Maxx, and she wasn't getting the hours she needed when the season changed, and she did. She she's kind of new to the retail world, so um, she does not go over her manager's head and finds out later that that manager is having is uh, playing favorites, not putting uh, giving her time and right. giving other people time. You know what happened? That manager got fired. Yeah. The management is so sorry, Simon. You know, okay. you're doing something with the people underneath you and they don't feel comfortable. Well, chain of command works. You got to go to your manager, and then your man. If your manager doesn't do what he's supposed to do, then you go above your manager. Yes, that is that's true. just how chain of but command you said works. Chain of command, because that's military, right? But yeah. that's kind of how it is <laughs> in the corporate. That's the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Because people respect power. Yeah, it's the same true. thing. But I don't think like that's small to me. That portion of her beef or his beef is small. You know. I don't think he like if she had a problem with a racist joke. I don't think he he should she be going to him. That's right. a human resources situation. That is true. True. Right. Yeah. That is true. Mm -hmm. so and I Jay Leno, God, he's a, he's been a problem child. I rock with my nigga, my nigga Jay. I, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> nah. Jay Leno done said some stuff over the years. I fuck so I'm with Jay. Like, uh, <laughs> I can take it. I don't let you go. I fuck with him. Yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm Jimmy Fallon all the way. All right, so <laughs> um, we're gonna move to the next subject. Yeah. Uh, this question is for everybody. Black love. How do you feel about black love? That's an oh, open-ended question. Ooh. <laughs> How do I feel about black love? Um, 
gosh. I mean, it's so many things that I can say about black love, and it's kind of hard to just put it all in a small segment, few minutes or whatever, but mm -hmm. black love is just familiar. It's just being with someone, again, of your same race, black, and being and having familiarity. I know that sometimes um, I think about, when I think about black love, I think about me and my husband in the living room listening to music and a song comes on from our childhood. And we get two steps to that song. Mm -hmm. And I don't know his childhood. I don't know, you know, I mean, I know his childhood, but I didn't know that in his household, that was a song that him and his mom listened to. Right. And that was a song okay. that me and my mom and my family listened right. to. And we get dance together and talk about the things that are nostalgic for us, like, when we hear this, a certain song, we think about our uncles and aunts Play playing fades, you know, or they, we could we could think about cigarette smoke, Newports in the air, yeah, or, right, right, you know, right, because right. <laughs> that's what, you know, and to me, that's black love because I think about the fact that if we, if he was Uncle a different Chucky race. Chucky over there drunk somewhere Right, sleeping. right. If, oh, if he was Uncle a, Chucky, man. <laughs> Uncle, Uncle Chucky. For real, right. Uncle Chucky, man. Someone need to get him. You right, right, right. But but the the thing about it is, it's just having that familiarity. And I think that if he was of another race, we wouldn't have that. And that's that missing piece that if you don't have, you know, some if you're not in in a relationship with someone who's of your race, it's something that you probably don't know you're missing. But that's something that we have, and I love it. And that's yes. to me, I, I concur. Like that was black. and to piggyback, so, beautiful. To piggyback <laughs> off that. I kind of feel like same same situation, like, you know, us as black people, you know, we have similar backgrounds, we have similar lives, uh, family lives. Um, we got a we got a crackhead in our family. Mm -hmm. You know? <laughs> um, that 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 I would understand if your uncle's a crackhead or you would you understand. If oh, my yeah. uncle's a crackhead, <laughs> but oh, but someone from another race would not understand that <laughs> that dynamic in your family. If it's white as crystal man. right? But you know, at the same at the same time, but only in South Dakota. <laughs> but they don't understand how the TV is gone because right. No, or, or, or they don't no. understand. You, go to, you might still go to. Your, no, we know what them crack powers. Hey Mo, you might still go to your cousin's house, and he still got the big TV on top of the little, the little TV on top of the big TV with the vice grip and the hanger. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that, that's to to me that's black love because that's the dynamic and the uh, the things that the fabric of your life that you grew up in. That someone else, other than your, other than yourself, would not understand and may shun upon. Right. You know what I'm saying? What about you. All right. So I'm a, I'm gonna get some darts at me. Cut. Oh, I'm ready. I'll shoot you, baby. I feel like race is at the bottom of what I care about. Bottom okay. of what I care about when it comes to a partner. Okay. And so I'm angry, Lord. Don't get this. <laughs> I'm about this for a while. No, it's just okay. Um, Mo, open, open the door. Mo. People, you know, we just talked about the beauty and black love and how yes. it's awesome. I want to hear this. And now we about to get to our perspective. Okay, I so. Hear this. Um, 
My parents have always told me you can marry whoever you want to. Well, this is before, you know, gay people could get married, so. <laughs> Their opinion oh. might be different now. Right. You can marry whoever you want to, we don't care. And so, you know, I dated black guys and had a lot of heartbreaks. And I remember I had this impossible list of what I wanted in a man. And I thought to myself, you know, I wanted somebody who is kind. You know, at first I wanted somebody who had my political beliefs, had my um, religious beliefs, had my same education level, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, I really thought about that. I could open myself up to a person of a different race if they were kind, if they shared my appreciation for arts, if, you know, we felt the same way about treating people with dignity and, you know, a lot of guys that I was dating that were black, kindness, dignity, caring about my interests were at the bottom. And so I get that familiarity and what you said was beautiful. It was wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> but I feel like that is something I would trade if it, the person that I came to know and love couldn't respect certain things that I respect. Like, I know this is gonna sound really petty, but if I had to choose between, you know, a woke white guy and a black guy who cared little for blackness, I would go with a woke white guy. Well, I, and I've definitely met- I agree. Megatron, those guys exist. We don't see them in DC a lot, but they exist. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I couldn't, yeah. I, I just Black feel like for me, I'm sorry, just a, just a little I just feel like for me, I cannot bring someone home who, I don't want anyone to look at my family and judge me. And that's why I felt like having someone of my race who was cut from the same cloth as, as mm -hmm. I was, who would understand if when I brought him home how my life is. Because once you see my mom and my aunts and all my different families and mm -hmm. stuff, you can judge, be very, very judgy. And then especially looking at me and possibly my resume, Dr. Beverly, and then you look at the different families that I have, you might be like, oh, but well, I did not expect this. But I that's why I needed somebody who would be able to you know, understand, okay, I have this resume, but I have this family, and this family means a lot to me. Well, well, see, and so I would not, if you can't fit in with my family, we, we, we well, wouldn't. Well, well, see, it's funny you say you that. never had a hog maw. <laughs> <laughs> well, well here's, here's the funny thing about that, too, for all those reasons, it's why, why you know, we feel this way that we do. Right. It's because, um, you know, at least for me, my personal experience. You had a hog maw before, right? Yes, sir. Okay. My experience growing up in the. Barbecue. For my experience. I've never had pig feet. Okay, okay let's go. Okay, I'm sorry, sorry. Black love, black love, black love. Let's listen, go to the next listen. one. I don't want to talk about no, it. No, let's listen. Yeah, yeah. We got to wrap, but go ahead. So, you know, the diff it's different for me. And okay. I don't know about everybody. I'm a PG County boy. And my experiences have been fraught with a lot of, of ups and downs within the black community when it's all black everything. My problem has always been that, you know, if some of you have seen the podcast, you know, I'm a big nerd. You know, there's certain things that I just don't relate to when it comes to certain experiences. I got a new album coming out, and I have a line in it that says, um, when I was growing up, that people would say, well, why do you sound white? Or why do you sound this way? And it makes you feel really mm -hmm. bad. Right. And so eventually, when you finally start to... It's a form of colorism. Yeah, it's a form of colorism. Right. And it's like, when you start connecting with people, the sad thing is when the little corny white kid in, the, in school is nicer to you than all the black kids in the school. Right. It starts to it starts to blow your head. You start to think differently about stuff. When I went to college, I went to an art school. We were a huge melting pot. 
So I had uh, guys from Brazil and the Philippines, and you know there were like three or four black people in the whole um, place. And I'm not saying I'm not against black love. It's just that I've seen so many people, even in my own family, who kind of just melt together and 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 find out that love is is really the the cohesive part of it all. And so there is that familiarity, but it's like it's like what Bree said. It's like when I met my wife, you know, the two of us enjoyed music, having be black music. But it also, you know, it was about art. It was about things that, and I don't, you know, I don't want to categorize people, but it was things that when I was growing up, you know, people made fun of me for, you know, like like in video games or like in you know comic books or whatever, which is now cool now. But back in the day, you know, you got teased for that stuff, and yeah. it made you feel really bad. And so it was, it gave me a whole different perspective on the thing. And I love black people. I love, you know, the black experience. I, I, I had nothing but love for my family and my friends and people who are allies and trying to make sure that we are equal and unified. But again, it's at the bottom of my list because there are people, even in my family right now, who transcend that meaning. So, I mean, I, I say it all the time. I said, look at me, I'm not, I'm not fresh off the boat. You know, my great-grandmother's white. So it's just, it's all over the place. We all got white yeah, people in our families. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've been trying to get it out of my family. All right. <laughs> we need to keep it moving. <clears throat> oh, man. We keep it moving. Uh, we keep it moving. We talking Grizzy. Uh, 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 uh. All right. So we're going to go to the Grizzy commercial. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Grizzy. Be great. All, all season, mm -hmm. we've had sponsors. We've had... Uh, a uh, couple people that I don't want to talk about. Let's talk about this guy right here. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. It's true. Yeah. So one of our biggest sponsors we had has been Grizzly Clothing. We have the owner and proprietor of Grizzly Clothing here, Saladin Ali. How are you, big dog? I'm doing well, brother. How you doing? Thank you for everything you, you did with us. Did for us this year. Yeah, man. It. Yeah, thank you. you know, love your stuff, man. We love your, your clothes. Love your style. See, here at Trolling for Friends, we don't back up people that we ain't feeling. Okay. You know, okay. except for like if Cialis or somebody comes by, and then we got to take that money. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. I don't need Cialis though. No, I hope not. Bro. Yeah, I hope me not. neither. You seem like a fairly young man. I'm. I, I have length and girth. It's pretty good. <laughs> a little TMI yes. right oh. here, but <laughs> okay, okay. Your man's. I want to thank y'all for having me up here. I really appreciate. It. No doubt, we appreciate. You know. You being our sponsor, and I really, uh, we, we really, from the bottom of our heart, we really appreciate that. Tell us a little bit about Grizzly and how it got started. Um, Grizzly, I started like in 2007. Um, I just wanted to start a, um, like really a t-shirt company at first, I was because I designed as well. Um, so from there, I started, I was having somebody create the stuff myself. I mean, they was creating the stuff. And then after that, I just started getting more into the designs. But Grizzly really stood for, like in the streets, like you have to be on your grind a lot. Like, you know, whatever you do, you hustle. So that's where I just took the word grizzly, but I also made it into my own word as far as just being great. So that's where it kind of started from. No doubt. Okay. And um, who have been some of your inspirations as far as designers are concerned? Oh, designers, like, you know, I got a lot. And inspirations come from everywhere, but like, Ralph Lauren is one of my favorite American designers, definitely. Um, top notch um, but it can range from a lot of times my inspiration comes from people so it's not really on the designers like designers like Ralph um, Nico I love Nico um, who oh I love what Virgil's doing I definitely love what Virgil's doing I think he's setting a bar right now definitely what he's doing um, but inspiration it can be people it could be from 
Bruce Lee to Big Meech. Oh, he nice. Right, okay, right, okay. Right, right. I did see a, a couple of pieces that got a lot of Bruce Lee luck on it. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it just depends. Like, that's where I really get my inspiration from people and people that's inspiring. Where can people find more information about you and the brand? Um, you can go on my Instagram. It's at Grizzly Designs. Um, right now, um, we have also, we have a game show that's called Blunt Facts, so we have it up on our website as well. I have it on our website as far as with Blunt Facts. That's BluntFacts.com. Blunt Facts is the only DC Canada game show. Yeah. Oh. Shameless plug. Yeah, shameless plug. Okay, okay. That's <laughs> what this is about, shameless plug. Yeah, 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 definitely. We have a game show in DC, only game show in DC that's based around cannabis. We go around the town and ask people three different questions. They get two out of the three right. They win a swag bag, which consists of grizzly clothes, edibles, um, trades, rolling trades, and we have other merch. But we're really here to educate the people. Nice. Okay, cool. All right. All right. Well, there you have it, man. Grizzly in the building. All right. And oh, it's my man. We know each other for a very long time. Mm -hmm. He's also... I'm Norfolk State alumni. Yes, it I is am. you? You know what I'm saying? Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, 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 okay. okay. We, got, we got a bunch of NSU alumni in here yeah, today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I went to an art school. So, on that note, I want to thank you for coming by. Thank you, big I bro. Appreciate I really appreciate it. it. No thank doubt. You. No thank doubt. You. Much love, man. Love you, bro. Appreciate thank it. Appreciate you. it. Thank you, bro. Grizzly, See check you. it out. Welcome back to the Black Love segment of Trolling for Friends. Black Love. Without Black profit. Night Train 357. And our significant others. Mrs. Night Train, Mrs. Alper, uh, Mrs. Prophet. <laughs> and we got some black couples in the audience today. Yeah. We got black love in the audience right now. Uh-huh. All right, so this is a question to my uh, my studio audience. Oh, boy. Everybody knows who Jordan Sparks is? Philippi Sparks' daughter. Philippi, the great giant. New York giant. Philippi Sparks. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> Apparently, none of y'all know shit. All I know is no air, no air. Y'all didn't know that was so far? I'm going to still have to Google him. Anyway, (laughs) she she made a a comment in her husband's uh, IG Mm -hmm. account where she said um, um, she doesn't think, uh, uh, she thinks not allowing your man to have female friends is toxic as fuck. <coughs> so basically, she allows her man to have female friends. How do you guys feel about that? Uh oh. Uh oh. We have a we have caller. Caller. Go ahead, Mo. Caller number one. You know me. I'm gonna go left. Uh huh. Go left. Let's go back to the last segment. Okay. No. Say this. I don't know nothing about the doors, Pops. That's, that's not my generation. Mm-hmm. But black love is priority. Okay. Without black love, no other race would exist. I agree. Right? Uh-huh. That's how I feel. Without without black love, no other race would exist. So I believe black love is, is priority. Okay. Well, then black folks need to start loving each other more. Yeah. Well, well, it's like the movie 300. I know everybody on that step. Y'all love each other. I love my wife. We right. are the example. Right. Right. You see what I'm saying? Black love, we, we, we have to show the example. 
bars, Jewel Sparks. Well, that's a whole wife, different wife, subject. Wife, she a different breed. Like, she don't question me. Mm -hmm. I, I go out, I do whatever I want to do, because she trusts me. Right. I can communicate with other females, which I really don't. I got a couple friends I have from a lifetime, and she says she don't question me because she trusts me. Right. right. It all comes down to me, trust. I'm, I'm going to keep it real. I'm different. <laughs> okay. Because she can't have no friends. No, she can have friends. She can have friends. She can have friends, but she don't. She ain't got no friends. So she can't have no friends. She can have she can have friends. So she can't have no friends. Tommy, you can have a job, but you ain't got no job. That's 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 just that's my insecurity. So basically, that's what Jordan Sparks is saying. That's a toxic relationship. Yeah. That's part of being toxic. What about you, Carrie? Yeah, I've been with for 32 years. Are you allowed to? 32 years! Yes! Oh my God. <coughs> That's awesome. Are you allowed to have female friends? Yeah, man. She don't, just like you said, I don't know what you're doing that, man. Yeah. You're doing that, man. I've been with for 32 years, man. Yep. Love it. Yep. Love Tuki, it. what about you? You're a newlywed. Newlywed yes, in the house. Yes. Okay, newlywed. Newlywed yeah. yeah. in the house. <laughs> Six months in Congratulations. All right. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, for us, if I'm not mistaken, um, because of our different professions, you know, um, we being in music, we're right. surrounded by opposite sex all the time. So um, there's a certain um, standard that needs to be set before you even get married. If you already know as a person that's water, water, bing, bang. Right. You know what I'm saying? By the time you get married, and you just bring that into it. Um, Malika is a realtor, so she deals with, you know, so we don't have that, um, there was a certain respect before we got married, yep. you know, that we had respect that we had for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, as in terms of female friends, um, for me, my responsibility is more making sure that we're best friends. Mm -hmm. So that has to be cultivated, it has to be built. Mm -hmm. So whatever else might have been just, you know, a platonic with just friends or associates, this mm -hmm. is my wife now. Right. So I have to learn how to. No doubt. So I would say for us, we just watched our wedding movie of our wedding from this May. And if you look at the video, you had your friend uh, that was in the wedding, I mean, that attended the wedding. And I also had my best friend from college at the wedding with his wife. So, you know, we don't question the relationships that we had before it. You know, we got together, and even if he did, you know, have more friends, because he's a friendly guy. He's always going to bring people around. I mean, I know that about him, and I, I, I don't have a problem with it. I mean, I trust him. I know that he's not going to do anything crazy. I mean, if he does, it's just kind of like this, this is this is Why how you do that. But for the most part, you know, we trust each other, and, and, I and, and the trust comes. The trust comes from. <laughs> Trust, I learned this from a friend of mine, right? Mm -hmm. So, to make a long story short, I had a friend of mine, one of my best friends named Jacques, right? We had blackberries back in the days, right? And we coached football. And I used to go pick him up in the morning and go to the game. And one day we was on our way to the game, and he was like, damn, I left my fucking, I got Chrissy's blackberry. She got mine, his wife. And I was like, dog, don't you want to go back and get your goddamn blackberry? <laughs> and he was like, Nah, we be good. I got it. I'm good. I, she answered my calls. I answered her calls. That shit blew my mind <coughs> back then. Mm -hmm. 
because I was single and I was like, yo, this guy, people gonna be calling. So I said, the next time I get somebody that I fall in love with and I trust and I love, my phone is gonna be as clean as Jack's phone. That I don't gotta worry about it. So my phone is clean. She has the passwords on my all my my social media accounts, or my email. Um, uh, Nerissa, open the door it's right there. Um, she has all my passwords. My phone is very clean. Like came in the house yesterday, today. She's like, oh, let me get your phone real quick. Earlier today, she grabbed my phone and just starts scrolling up on. If your phone is, I think it starts from there. If your communication and your phone is clean, because how are you going to cheat without your phone? You know what's crazy? Um, my barber was trying to, uh, well, it's not my barber anymore, but he was trying to show off one time. And he pulls up an app that actually has is a secret app where he can monitor his side checks. There is an app out there that can literally do that. Interesting. And it was, so that is a the thing. There is a there is an app on the phone where you Wait, click on it. <laughs> it just gets stitches. Yeah, no, it's a thing. We, yeah, yeah, no, all y'all niggas know. So, <laughs> but yeah, you click on it, and apparently there's some kind of thing where like you can um you can hide. You're like everybody's looking like, oh, do tell. <laughs> I heard about the app. I heard about the app too. Yeah. Well, I'll yeah. say, I'll say this. Um, I'm not concerned about potential cheating. What I am concerned about right, is you and I bantered online yeah. about this. Yeah, yeah what yeah. I am concerned about is that sometimes <laughs> men will get female friends, women will get male friends. You know, we're talking about straight relationships, and this person starts to act like a pseudo boyfriend or girlfriend. Mm -hmm. You know, it becomes a, you know, hey, can you come with me to a party? And there's no sexual benefit, but they start just asking more and more things yeah. that you shouldn't ask somebody who's supposed to be just your friend. And so we had a situation where one of his female friends, who was both of our friends, but you know, she was just asking him to do stuff all the time, you know, like help move and you know, just oh, a yeah, bunch yeah, yeah. of things stuff. that yeah. is it's yeah, boyfriend yeah. stuff. Boyfriend stuff. And yeah. as soon as she got, got a, boyfriend, a real boyfriend, she said, Well, I don't want to We didn't hear from her again. Yeah. And so that's the thing that I'm concerned about. Not necessarily that there's cheating. Oh, yeah. nah, 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 it's nah, just nah. that sometimes Steve is a he has a very you know, whatever mentality, but he's a very caring and giving right. person. That's the reason why she did it. Cause she knows that he's a very caring. Yeah, and it's so, and so sometimes I get a little uneasy oh. when it comes to <laughs> certain women being friends because it's just like, are you genuinely a friend or do you need a boyfriend right now? Yeah, it's like, it's like, it's like you know, there's nothing worse than having your time, people taking advantage of your time. You know, and, and I don't know about everybody else's schedule. My schedule is incredibly limited, so I hate it when somebody is wasting my time. And you know, she's right. I, I try to be helpful when I can be, and I always—that's how I always overwhelm myself. But um, yeah, it sucks when you know you—you you just want to be. I just really want to be cool with people. That's it. You know, it's like it doesn't really matter. And as far as Brie having, you know, male friends, I—I I don't care. I think it's a matter of communication. It's yeah, like, yeah, it, yeah. The bottom line is you got something to worry about with the opposite sex or in certain cases, cases the same sex. Okay, it's crazy. I, mean, together. Yeah, right. I got a best friend girl that we've been friends since high school. 
I like how you said friend girl. <laughs> like his daughter. My daughter says that about her, boy, her boy, friend that's a boy. boy. Right. My friend boy. Friend yes, boy. friend boy. So my friend girl. Man, <laughs> man child. She, um, we, we FaceTime each other, like right here, like pick the phone, talk, we on the phone. Hey, Nisha, wow. Hey, hey. We, we kick it. I mean, <laughs> I mean, and the conversations that we have is like regular conversations is about, you know, uh, you know, her, her man problem. She's getting ready to move, work, stuff that she just needs to fill me in on. And, and, and um, I don't think it's a... It's not an issue. And then even if there's something like he's talking to her, because sometimes they have long conversations and then I need to tell him something and I tell him, you know, I need to do something. And I'm like, I, I got to go with my wife. And he go, you know, I got to go with my wife. It's, it's a trust thing. I just, I think it all boils down, down, to, down to, trust. to trust. Do you if think you that's trust is a great segue into the next uh, subject? Oh, can I say something? Oh, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. absolutely. My husband's not here. He's. Wait, your husband is well known, no. though. Okay. All right, so we're talking about old right, friends. Uh, no. No. <laughs> but what about new friends? Like I, mm. like I, my husband okay. he was a okay. very, very okay. social person when he was in college. Um, I've we've been together, married ten years next year. Dated Yay! Congratulations! We got married, so I know a lot of his. Um, female friends that he went to school with, we're all cool, we're all yeah. family. So we're all talking about friends from way back when, but how does everyone feel about new friends? Like, no new friends. He's always I make friends strength. every day. Yeah. Always I trade. make friends every single day. <laughs> all the time. Yeah, it, it, it not only is it, it's also about the business that we're in, yeah. because, you know, at least for me, I do music and I'm also a, um, a graphic artist. And so, you know, you, you shake a lot of hands, you meet a lot yeah. of interesting people. Uh, yeah. I believe in having open conversations with people, uh, you know, everybody, because those might lead to other opportunities. And they have in the past. You know, you'd be surprised some of the crazy adventures that Brie and I have had. No, no, I'm not talking about, I mean, you, we'll all have friends. Right. Well, you're talking about, about close friends, and that's what oh, I... Oh, close friends. That, that's what I... Oh, yeah, friends. nah. At, at that, at that oh, point, yeah. if, if you that close nah, of a nah, friend, nah, if you that close of a friend, you've already hung out with my wife. Right, right, right. Like, that's it. Like, and, like, and that's what I was talking about with close friends, where they, like, want you to do favors. Yeah. Right. Yeah, stuff like new that. No close friends, no. Maybe, like, right. a new friend that I invite to a party. Right, right, right. Come on, right. we're having a party. Like, uh, I think, oh, y'all my friends. Right. Hey. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm just thinking about some of the strays, and I call them strays because you know he's right. always meeting new people right. and bringing them around, and they're like, "Oh, this is my wife," and I'm like, "Okay, fine." Um, <laughs> the first, the, the, the first season, 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 the key in any in any male female relationship that's not your significant other is to immediately in the conversation mention that you have a wife or husband. It's right. like, you know, hey, what's going on? Hey, honey. Hey, 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 how you doing? You doing good? I'm doing great. My husband is right. parking the car right now. Oh, <laughs> let me right. tuck this back in my car. <laughs> and that's it, is it. And now he's a cruddy motherfucker. He's going to do what he do. But he there are a lot of those out there. And there's so many creeps. <clears throat> and the thing about it, I also think it boils down to confidence. Because... While I he may bring in all these strays, I feel like he know what's good. Like if you really gonna go there, that's unfortunate for you. Like why would you do that? Because I feel like confident in myself. Like why? My why would you want to be with my anybody wife is fine else? She got a big old booty. He says the same thing. He says the same thing. He be like, 
I don't have no competition. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so it's also no a confidence thing and a trust thing. But he's always, you know, meeting new people. And the thing about it is, he's not that type of person that's going to do all these favors. Right. So I, I do at least know that right, about right. him that he's not going to be the guy. No he's not going to help nobody move. Right. Yeah. He's not going to, you know, pick somebody up from the train station because their car. Broke down. He's not. No, you got triple A. You got Uber. You got. <laughs> yeah, like he's not yeah. that guy. Yeah. So I do know that no, as well. <laughs> All right. So I think we want to move on to okay. marriage counseling. Oh, oh man. Uh, Yay or nay? Nay. Nay. Man. Okay. Okay. This is what I love. See, this is the point of trolling for friends. <laughs> different. If y'all see yeah. the graphic at yeah. the beginning. It's like people butting their heads, disagreeing, and you come yeah. in and talking about stuff. So I love that. Yeah. I say yay. Yeah. You say yay? Yeah, yeah, yeah I say yay. Because she makes me do it. I say nay. <laughs> we say nay. I okay, say so nay. the reason why I say yay is that I feel like people change over time. I met, I met Steve um, when I first came to the D.C. area nine years ago. And when I met him, you know, he was slimmer. Thank he you. was. It's, it's important. Are you this started? is important. Great. It's important. Thank you. I'm going to the gym slimmer. right now. I was, was too. Mo was too. Was, I was too. He was, he was slimmer, you know, and I think that, you know, he Thank was you. more, you know, energetic. He was definitely way more willing to help people. Like I was talking about, he helps people now. He was doing it way worse back then. He was making everybody's flyer for like $10. That's before you, know? you met me. I don't do that. Yeah, anymore. he was, you know, he $10? was just. He I was. was I, 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 I all no, graphic designers. I, I, no, I, no, no, I had no self worth. Yeah, oh. he had, like you know the. Bye. Bye. <laughs> but, yeah, but, but you know he. Told my girl said what's up. He had a. He, he was uh, younger. He had a different personality about things. Different, you know, confidence level. <laughs> um, I know that you know. Sometimes people become needier. Sometimes people are less needy. Sometimes people become more affectionate, less affectionate, more sexual, less sexual, and you know. Homosexual. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, it's just, it's just fit. I'm not homosexual. That's marriage counsel is not gonna fix that shit. <laughs> but you know, it's just like sometimes we have different opinions about things. Yeah. When you are when you're in love with somebody. You don't see things, the flaws, that, the flaws. The, the you, you think the flaws are cute, and then after you've been married for a while in a it's relationship like, why you got before, that much? Now it's not cute anymore. Right. It, was cute. So, it was cute after the first part. You were like, oh, <laughs> so then you be, did you be touch oven in the bed? And so, oh, it's just kind of, true. It's that shit is true. And so it's just kind of like, you know, over time, you gotta get together and you have to say, okay, what are the important things? Maintenance. And having somebody who's objective, not your mama, not your cousin, okay. people who don't have agenda, somebody who really doesn't care if you get married or not because right. they're getting paid. Right. They're gonna offer you some objective Cold advice. Cold hard cash. <laughs> Bring they're gonna the give truth. you some objective advice. They can tell you, hey, you're being jealous. You're, you need to be able to be a little bit more giving. And so that's why I like it. So why do you say that? Wait, 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 say one thing. Premarital counseling helped me dodge a giant bullet because I was engaged prior to me marrying Brie. Bullet, I'm talking Matrix style. <laughs> like, like I, I after like three or four sessions, I said, you know what, this ain't for me, and I made the right decision. So why do I say nay? 
Okay. I feel that Nisha and I have such great communication that um, we counsel ourselves. We don't need counsel. That we never encounter. Like, I don't want to jinx what we have, but we've never encountered a problem that we could not um, overcome. We've never had a disagreement that um, has become disrespectful or or, or um, something that we just couldn't get past. I mean, right. we always have conversations, even if we disagree, I feel like our our level of uh, how should I say it? Like 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 your comprehension, like your understanding yes. of each other. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Lots of emotional intelligence about. Yes. 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 My dissertation yes. was on emotional intelligence. Like a whole. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Right. But yeah. Okay. So, so I feel like if there, if there's a problem, we can sit and kick it. Mm -hmm. That's and, awesome. And she'll tell me what you know what what's her issue, and I'll tell her what my issue is. And we move forward, and we try not to infringe on that issue ever again. Mm -hmm. I have a personal question, mm -hmm. if you don't mind sure. answering. Um, Disclaimer. One, how long have y'all been together? Like Six years. Six years. Okay, were you in serious relationships before you met each other? Yes. Yep. <laughs> cool. I, was, I was married before. What? Decided that you know what we might make a good couple. Yeah. And we wanted to start dating each other. We had some work to do. I, I had to say, uh, she, well, I was like, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to step away from that. Give me 30 days. Mm -hmm. I was like, give me 30 days to step away from that, right? And she gave me 30 days, and it, you know, stepped away, stepped away, came back, and we've been moving ever since. And not to say we don't have disagreements, we always gonna have some sort of disagreement but it's never we never cursing each other out we never yelling at each other never really raising the voice um she understands where i'm coming from i understand where she's coming from and um one thing that she said that i do 
as I always show her how it would feel if I would do what she was doing to me. Okay. You know, and be and in the beginning. Okay, of, fine, Al. You just got your life together. And <laughs> but that's very helpful. Yeah, because if you don't put that on yourself and see, okay, I how if I have an issue, how would I want someone to talk to me about that issue? Yeah. And when I take that step back, that makes me come at him in a different way. So because I don't want him to come at me the way that I was thinking about coming at him. Well, so nigga because shit. how would I want him? <laughs> I, I wouldn't want that. So that's why yeah, I, yeah, I step back. Yeah. Yeah. And if that, he came at me, I'd have been like, oh, oh well, homie. That don't work. Right. So that's why we, you know, but I think that um, when it comes to, to uh, marriage counseling and the reason why I say nah is because I think for us, just us, we don't need a third party. We don't need somebody to come in and tell us, hey, you're not seeing it right because as soon, when we start sitting and thinking about stuff, we like, dang, I probably was an asshole. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. Okay, we, so, I mean, we have that emotional intelligence, yeah, I guess, yeah. about each other. Like one time I say, snapped on her last week, I snapped on her and I walked out the room. Like two minutes later, I came back. And said, hey, I'm sorry, I did snap on you. I didn't mean to do that. That's that's that, that's great awareness. Boom. Yeah. We had we had yeah. we came right back at it because still, instead still, of holding it. We never go to sleep mad. Mm-hmm. We never leave the house without kissing each other. We, it's never not like he's I, a Leo. I've been through. He's gonna snap. Time. He's gonna snap, and I just be like, there, there. Any things that we can't resolve <laughs> on, in that, be, like for me. example, um, it, you know, Thanksgiving just passed, mm-hmm. and for example, we had a huge fight over who had the best corn pudding, my oh. grandma's or Brianna's, and mine's and of, the best, and of course, my and mine's grandma, the best. of course, my grandmother's is the best. No, and we can't. <laughs> that is not gonna get resolved. So we went back to the hotel because we were staying in a hotel in Rono. <laughs> we went back to the hotel. We fought about it. Oh my we God. had a huge pillow fight. Um, she bust my head wide open. Did a pillow, nigga? Because the, the, the stuffing of the pillow flew out. So and we, we had, had to get it together before they charged before us. Oh, this is <laughs> And we played Duel of Fates Black by Love. the Star Wars Duel of Fates. Okay. But that's how we also resolve our stuff. Yo, she can throw hands, though. Well, okay, the thing is, I'll say that I'm impulsive and Steve it's likes to bitch. wait. No, don't say that about yourself. Okay. He likes to wait. And I'm impulsive, and that's something I'm working on. I want to talk about it right now, and he wants to talk about it so he doesn't say something he'll regret. Mm. But that's not me. I'm that I'll way. say, yeah. uh, uh, whatever. I'll apologize later, but that's not good. Yeah, and no. that's it's, stuff it's that I need the counselor. It's kind of like, reaffirming balance. Yeah, I want you counselor to hear or name? Yeah, your name. I think counseling is good in the beginning, but once you're married, you gotta times. Once it's broken, mm. you definitely need a mediator. Mm. Okay. Like, we never had <coughs> a counselor since we were But I think if it's broken, if it's something that happens where communication is broken, you definitely need a mediator. In the beginning, it's absolutely necessary. Mm. We had a counselor, we had an old Grand McDonald's, you know? <laughs> Gangster! <laughs> he sat down and kept it so real when he didn't leave no room. He asked us questions that we couldn't dodge. Mm-hmm. He kept it so real with us that we had to really think about is this what we really want to do? Are we ready? Right. So, this is marriage counseling before, before, you got before, you got before we got married. Okay. Mm-hmm. And once you get married, like you said, 
it's nothing that you you shouldn't be able to sit down and talk about. Like we've been in this 16 years, and we still struggle with this. Mm. Am I wrong? We still struggle with this after 16 years, but it's, it has gotten better. Yeah. Mm. Like our arguments ain't. Oh, well, cause you know me, I, I, I'm off the. <laughs> I'm Aquarius. She's a Pisces. Oh, Southeast. Wow, right there. You're Aquarius? A yeah. Southeast Aquarius. February 4th. That sounds like an album. It should be after you in the Zodiac time. So we, get my new album, Southeast Aquarius. We, we can't hide what we feel. We're going to give it to you straight. And, and my straight is it, just too straight. There's <laughs> not even a single curve. No curves. I can't, I can't lay on it for a week or two weeks. But her, oh my God. You get it wrong, the cold shoulder's mean. Oh. <laughs> cold shoulder. But well, you know what? I love her because she makes me better. Right, absolutely. She makes me check myself. And she don't allow me to bullshit her. Right. We have never had no issues with no cheating or nothing like that. O only thing our issues is, is mainly my own insecurities. You know what I mean? And she checked me. Yeah, like you said, she can't have no friends. No, she can't have no friends. <laughs> I didn't say that. Yeah. She just don't got no friends. Oh, okay. I thought that's what he said, right? No. She got no friends. She got friends. Okay, okay. I don't know. We're going to hear a playback later. We're going to hear a playback later. Okay. Anybody in the audience that say nay? Okay, so there's more yays. Yeah, we're the... I guess we're the only nays. So you're used to being the minorities, right? Absolutely. Okay, so now we're going to get to something a little fun. Your favorite black movie? Your favorite black love movie, show, or fictional couple? Mickey Mouse or Minnie Mouse. They are not black. But they were They're drawn black. black. They're, They're not African Americans. Mickey Mouse. In the 30s. Similarities in us, you know, as as but like me being Bo and him being um, yeah. Anthony, yeah, <laughs> Anthony's uh, whatever his last name is character. But we have a lot of similarities, and even in like our family and the things that we say, the things that she have about her. But I wouldn't know if that's my favorite one. I mean, that's just a couple that I'm thinking about off the top. Um, <clears throat> favorite? Oh, that's a hard one. That was a. Who? Martin and uh, Gina? Martin no, and Gina? Martin and Gina? I mean, we all gonna love Barack and Michelle. I yeah. mean, that's like a that's, the, that's not fictional though. That really happened. I mean, that's real. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, like that's 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 right now. It's like, and yeah. I will that's interject not... that Barack Obama came from mixed love. He did. He, did. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was raised by a white woman, hey, but love transcends race. He knew he was a nigga though. <laughs> When he went to Columbia, he found that guy did take out. And she cultivated that. She cultivated that. Black movies are just like, 
too frou-frou for me. So I don't I can't even think of a I feel like you and Steve like, are the same way. He doesn't Yeah, we were th- we were I was looking over the subject uh, when we when we brought it up and I was like I guess yeah. Black Panther and Storm? Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> like, because they got married in the comic book, so that was something. Mm-hmm. But, and technically, I guess Nala and Simba, though, they're, I think they're They right. are animals. Well, well, they're, they're played by Donald black. Glover and Beyonce in the new one. They are. So, oh, God. It's only bestiality. <laughs> it can't be bestiality. I'm going to have to go, know, yes. had to go with, like, uh, like, uh, Whitley and, uh, Dwayne. 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 Okay. That's good. That's, That's good. good. You know what I'm saying? My man Dwayne, she about to get married. Dwayne came in and was like, stop. Hold that shit up. Uh-huh. Anybody, anybody for Terrence Howard? Me. <laughs> Jesse Smollett, Juicy Smollett and the cat. <laughs> uh, Juicy my, my favorite black movie is Best Man. And it's okay. not... Because of any of the main characters. In fact, I think the main characters suck. I thought yours right, was Don't Be a Menace while sipping you juice. Okay, that's my favorite black movie. It's not a romance. Really? <laughs> <laughs> don't Be a Menace while sipping your juice in the hood? Yes. Oh my that's god. That's my favorite. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I got these cheeseburgers, man. What'd you yeah. say? Right, yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, my favorite is Best Man, and my favorite couple from that is the guy that played um, Julian and the stripper Candy. And the reason why, because I felt like theirs was the only relationship that was based off the truth. Everybody else was lying to each other, and she was just like, I'm doing this to get through college. And he was like, I have a girlfriend, but I can't stand her. And broke up with her the next day. That was the only healthy relationship in the whole freaking movie. Oh, <laughs> and so I feel like that's my favorite. Uh, I, 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 I do like Cookie and Lucius. You do? It's hard out here for them facts. Who? Before the original, completely backwards. So the parody of the movie. Yeah, I saw Don't Be a Menace before I saw The Rose in the Hood. And so it was really sad because I was in somebody's house and I was giggling. What are you I was like, what are you laughing about? It's because I was thinking about Don't Be a Menace. I like I like I like uh what was it? You you saw Space Balls before Star Wars. I did. Oh yeah, yeah. I I don't know how that happened. Because when I was when I was really little, Star Wars was not like a thing. Like it's it wasn't Disney fied. Star Wars was you're a geek, and if you like Star Wars, you're a nerd. Thanks. And yeah, <laughs> and so and so like Spaceballs was always on cable with commercial interruptions, and I'd see it every time I went to go see my grandma. TNT. Yeah, and so later on, I was like my another story about mixed love when I was very little. I was like this fat little nerdy white boy, weird. And he was dressed up what I thought was a teddy bear. And I was like, 
you're dressed up like a teddy bear. He's like, no, I'm dressed up like a um, Ewok. And I was like, what's that? And he's like, well, listen, Star Wars. In my mind, that's the only thing I saved. And so I went to my dad and I was like, can we go to Blockbuster and see Star Wars? And my dad was like, you want to see Star Wars? And I was like, yeah. I was pretending it wasn't a bad boy. I was like, yeah, just, you know, I'm kind of interested. And he went and like pulled out three VHS tapes and he's like, we can watch it right now. And now we're watching Baby <laughs> Yoda. Yeah. yeah. So, let's, so, so let's go to the next let's subject. Let's go to the next subject. Well, did we get everybody saying about their movies? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, you guys have movies? Oh, yeah, before we go to the next subject. Anybody else? Black movies? Black fictional couple? Uh, Baby and Slim. Baby and Slim. Queen. Queen and Slim. Okay. Queen and Slim. I like what right. you did right there because we might be talking about that later. I like that. I like okay. that. I like that. Queen and Slim, write us a check. We talking about that later. Right. <laughs> People used to like Bill and uh, Claire, you know. I'm not even I mean, gonna lie. It's still okay. a good show. Yeah, if you're talking boy, fictionally, what? yes, they yeah. are great. The fiction is great. The guy who actually sells the pudding, <laughs> we don't know if that's true or not. I don't know if we don't know if he sells the, sells the actual pudding or not. <laughs> pudding popper, I don't take a little pill. No, it is. Yeah. Claire, Claire Huxtable and and uh, what's his name? Heathcliff. Heathcliff. Huxtable. Shout, shout out, you know. Speaking of, now you have me thinking. Shout out to um, uh, who's a who's a who's a couple from. Fresh Prince of Bel Air, the mother and the father. Uncle Phil. Uncle Phil and Aunt Bev. Aunt Bev, yeah, yeah. But number one. Number one Aunt Bev, exactly. The first Aunt Bev. She was the one I was afraid of because if she took her earrings off, it was on. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't scared. Let's keep it, let's keep it. What about Hustable? We just said that. We just said that. To be more precise, the dark skin. Yeah, we just said that. We said that, we said that too. None of y'all listening to us. What's wrong with y'all? Keep up with the class, guys. <laughs> All right. So, I shared this on my Facebook a week ago. It was this meme, and let me pull it up. It said what? Wally, what was it about? Walmart or something like that? It's about um, these gift sets. So, how many of y'all are thinking about what you're going to be buying the woman in your life for Christmas? It's already Christmas? <laughs> yeah, Thanksgiving is over, so in America, it's Christmas for a whole month. Oh, my God. <laughs> you see my sweater, bro? Yeah, that's an ugly sweater in Norfolk State. Where'd you get that ugly sweater? My wife bought it for me. I did. Exactly. I have a family one. And, uh, yeah. I've been seeing some interesting ugly sweaters since, since we're talking. So we see uh, what she's looking it's for. It's popular. So, so it's a basically uh, uh, yeah, it's, um, a gift set. It's a gift set. So... Um, we're gonna put it up on the screen. Um, I think I'll do us all a favor and leave this here. This one put, it says. and it said, "FYI, the women in your life do not want these." And, and they're it's like a whole bunch Walmart of like, Walmart gift sets. Gift sets. Yeah, it comes like, with perfume. You that little box that comes with everything in it. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. So you can you can feel. So I don't know like who buys those for their significant other. The people who wait till the last day. Still, I would yeah. buy nothing. It's a secret Santa gift. That's so ambiguous. It's like it's kind of like when you get a it's kind of like when you don't know but you give a, a black person skin tone band aids. 
like you don't really know nothing about the person. <laughs> so. so in the comments, a lot of people are saying y'all are so ungrateful, and you know this who is these, so. Who are these trolls? It's. <laughs> some of them are women. Some of them, are, I would be happy to get anything for Christmas. Because you didn't so, get nothing for Christmas. <laughs> and so my whole thing is, my love language is not giving gifts. Okay. Um, Steve, my love language is words of affirmation. Steve once for one Christmas wrote in a Christmas card about all the lovely things he felt about me, and I don't remember what he got me as my actual gift. I saved the card. I read it every. I got you a PS3. And, <laughs> and I just thought we gotta, have, we gotta talk. And it's just like you know, some people. I guess their love language is receiving gifts, but I feel like saying the thought counts does not matter when you got it from a sale aisle that's right next to the register. No, nah, not Walmart. <laughs> that's not a thought. Walmart, you didn't think Marshalls. about that. You gotta get it at Marshalls. <laughs> you know that dirty. You know that. You know that rack at Marshalls, the one that always look half empty. <laughs> and if it's a thing where it's like you don't have a lot of money, write a nice it's note. It's not about a lot of money. You know, make your wife some breast breakfast, you know. Breast? <laughs> Freudian slip. She was not gonna let that slide. Truly, truly for breasts. <laughs> but it's just like you don't you do not have to hit up the clearance aisle to impress your woman. Ask some service. I buy gifts, but I, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not a, I'm not a holiday kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah. You know what Got I'm that saying? Feeling. So <laughs> I might, you might not get your birthday gift on your birthday. Yeah. And you might not get a Christmas gift on Christmas. Right. But the gifts that I do buy her, like say when we first started the date, my stuff was thoughtful. I started out to buying her rose gold jewelry. <clears throat> and every time a time came for me to buy a gift, I bought another piece of rose gold. Bracelet, watch, earrings, glasses. So now she has, we, that rose gold has become significant in our jewelry. So when we got our wedding rings, we decided to go with rose gold jewelry because that's the gifts that I was buying right. at the time. Okay. Now, when I was spending that money, it wasn't like I was buying a $1,000 watch. It might have been a $135 Michael Kors watch, you know what I'm saying? Or a $75 pair of earrings, earrings yeah. you know what I'm saying? It wasn't overkill. It wasn't, I wasn't overkill because it really is not about the money. It's about the thought. And when you say about the thought, it's not anything. I put thought into those. One couple times LD was with me during Christmas and we walked around Macy's for hours trying to find the perfect watch. I second that. That's a fact. The yeah. perfect rose gold watch because it had to be rose gold. It had to be whatever. <clears throat> so again, it's not about, the, it's not about, I'm not, I'm not a gifty guy. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a, Birthday, I don't even care about my birthday. Can you do that jig one? Well, <laughs> I, I, it's so funny because um, Christmas in what, 2017, I told him what I wanted. I wanted Joe Malone perfume, this fragrance. And he got me a rose gold bracelet. And I was like, oh. She was mad. Oh, <laughs> I didn't, oh this 
is wonderful. And I, I mean, it had a really lovely inscription on it. It was about love and stuff. And I did not know that, what, five or six days later, we would get, he would propose to me right. and give me a rose gold so it was engagement a, So it was like five days of bitterness for not getting what you wanted? No, no, <laughs> no. It wasn't. Was I little, love whatever She was a little ungrateful when, when she it got was, it, it though. It was just a okay. surprise because I... I had I, a show. I, I was like, how, you don't see a sign? It's a subscription subscri yeah. inside there. And it I says I love you and all of that. I wasn't ungrateful. <laughs> but, you know, I felt like this year, I'm like, we've been together all this time. I'm like, I'm just going to tell him. Make it easy for you. Here, this is what I want. Make it very easy for you. Right. And then when it when I opened it up and it was a um, Kate Spade rose gold bracelet. And so when I when we got engaged and my my ring was rose gold to match the bracelet that he got me for Christmas. After then, I wanted all the rose gold. So now this is more yeah, rose gold. So, you so, know, so yeah. My, so my quick yeah. question before we wrap this up. Yeah. My, my question is. Um, to everybody out there too is you know what do y'all feel about that like i don't know i know me personally the relationship i have with my wife again we we kind of bounce ideas off each other all year we have we, we share experiences and that's kind of the thing and i know for a fact if i came home with some walmart like makeup shit um then she'd come home with the divorce papers, but maybe not that. Extreme, okay, no, I, I just say I like things that are useful. I am not. I don't like having bunches of things. I'm not a hoarder. In fact, I'm excited to throw stuff out of my house because I just don't like having stuff pile up. And I'm gonna write a really nice note this year to save money. Sure, and <laughs> you know, I feel like you. I feel like don't take it so personally if somebody gives. If you get it, give somebody a gift and they don't really like it that much, you know, I know that that's some people's love languages, but don't take it that hard because shopping for another person can be difficult just because you don't know what's going on in their mind. And shout out to, real quick, shout out to my mom. She's probably not going to listen to the podcast, but <laughs> mom, you called me the other day while I was in the mall randomly and asked me what my jacket size was or my coat size. And I told you the large, I don't need any jackets. I don't want jackets just give me socks and drawers all the day all right moving forward. all right so listen well, anyway, wally or walmart what about you guys how do you feel? i think we done get what the hell you want they day. want okay. i don't think anybody in this room would give those when we got birthdays valentine's day mother's day christmas I might be missing one or two. Yeah, Veterans Day. I'm gonna get. I might just get you a car on your birthday, or I might go all out on Christmas. And I might miss two Christmases or two birthdays. You know what I'm saying? Because right I don't want, like, like she was saying, I'm gonna always put thought in what I get, but I'm never gonna just go all out for all out. Right. Because you will never appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, it becomes expected. Yeah. Well, realistically, if you've been together for 32 years, you cannot. Oh, every time? Well, okay, well, hey, hey. Y'all 32 years in. I mean, if it. But the thing about it, though, like, you know, like, you know, uh, it's like, a, it's just a thoughtful thing. It don
all that stuff. So at 10.30, and we had some friends at the house, she had just dozed off to sleep, and we brought cake and balloons and everything up to her at 10.30. I said, you 10.30 is our midnight. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In the, in the audience today. Yeah. Make some noise, make some noise. Hey, what's up, Black Love? Yeah. All right, so listen, we are, we're going to talk about, um, we're going to talk about uh, Queen and Slim. Yes. Anybody seen Queen and Slim out there? Not yet. Not yet? Not yet. You saw yeah. it? You guys saw it? I haven't seen it. I haven't it was seen good? It. It was Very good? Yeah. Is it must-see? Come on. You saw it too? Queen and Slim is a must-see. If you have not seen it, must see it. <laughs> um, definitely since we're talking about black love, um, I'll give a brief synopsis. Cause Introduce yourself. Oh, again, oh, I'm back. It's Mila F, M-I-L-A underscore E-F-F. Follow me on Instagram. Um, do I need to give any, anything else? Yeah, no. You know, measurements, less of your Yeah, so talking about Queen and Slim, um, everybody was saying Go see it, go see it, go see it. And then I saw it and I did not know that it was gonna be as heavy as it was. I didn't know it was gonna be like as symbolic and a range of emotions. It's definitely on the scale of like Fruitvale Station where you only wanna see, only need to see it once. Okay. I might wanna watch it like again, only just to see some of the symbolism I may not have uh, caught. Yeah the first time and like to pick up on certain things. Okay, okay, yeah. all right. See, I thought it was like uh, uh, Black Bonnie and Clyde. It's, so Bonnie and Clyde were criminals, and I mean, I don't even really know the full story of Bonnie and Clyde. White criminals. But they were out there being criminals, but Queen and Slim, they were bank robbers. They shot, right, so they were purposely committing crimes. Queen and Slim shot a cop in self-defense and basically were on the run to save their lives. Because if the police come, this black man and this you know black woman shot a cop, they're not making it out alive or the rest of their life is done. So it was just a matter of a chance of running to survive and have another chance. What life. would you do if you shot a black cop? I mean, uh, a shot, shot a cop. Shot a cop. 
what I do. Yeah, Yo, what would y'all two do? Queen <laughs> yeah, what's up? You know what I'm saying? Well, we'd be on a run tour. <laughs> and I'd just be following. I was like, hey. I don't know. I, I, I mean, you know, what's funny is it's not hard to get into it with a cop. You know, uh, damn, they got into a cop today. I'm pulling in the airport earlier today. And you know how they got the barriers where you can't pull in sometimes and whatever. I pulled in a little bit and there's this dickhead cop banging on my window. Hey, can't you see? Can't you see? I'm like, man, be respectful, man. Right. Be respectful. Be re- Respect me, man. You know? So I can see it can, how, it can, how you can, you know, escalate it and get into some shit with the police. But um, you're definitely going to have to go on a run. Like, I mean, get your passport. Yep. But what I what I saw like um on Facebook and what people were talking about and mostly the ladies that I saw were posting quotes from the movie. So I think it's probably one of those movies that have so many different quotable type yeah. you know things to say. And one when this girl posted this quote about you're touching my soul and I want you to hold my the wounds and stuff. I was like, I don't know what this is about, but whatever you wrote quoting from the movie is deep. Yeah. And yeah. so I think it's like a really deep love story, like wounded people who are trying to find healing with each other or right. something with love. And so, I mean, I'm interested, I so guess. So did that's a good assessment? Uh, yeah, well, I think it's interesting because all this went down like after their first date. And so it was like after their first date, they're like, well, we're actually about to spend the rest of our lives together going through some wild shit. So they kind of fall in love. Like you watch them fall in love and it's like falling in love. So it was a good oh, black love story. Chocolate sex. Chocolate sex. It was a good black love story. But it also touches on like white feminism compared Ooh. to black feminism. It talks about like how black people as a whole, I mean, some black people might be the reason other black people are down. And um, so it, it dissects a lot of different topics within being black, feminism. All of that. Who's the director? Who's the director? That's what I was about to. Ask. It was like Lena Waithe wrote the like. There it is. Play. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Already. Yeah. Like Academy Award. Already. Yeah, yeah, but there was some director like named Melina something. Last name starts with an M, but Lena Waithe. Wrote it. Okay. Yeah. Whatever Lena Waithe touched. Yes. <laughs> it was in Slam Art. The girl is Jody Turner Smith, something like that, and then um, Daniel Kaluuya. Got mm-hmm. out, yeah. so definitely. Cool. Or got one fan. Yes, that too. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much. We really appreciate uh, that rundown. Go thank see the movie. Um, and Queen and Slim, write us a check for <laughs> talking about <laughs> your movie. Shout out to Lena Waite. Yeah, yeah. Come on the show. Right. Serious. I know we probably did this earlier, but I feel like this is a more more apropos time to do it. I want to thank everybody, all our black couples, for coming out to see our illustrious podcast live. We really appreciate your opinions. Like, this is what it's about. And we we started this because we had issues that we want to talk about that I feel like if we were all, like, on Facebook or online... Then you'd be talking about, you're ungrateful. And it's like, you know, face-to-face, you're not going to be like that. (laughs) Bring it back to conversation. We've all had these arguments online with people on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, people that we don't know, people that we know, and then it it, it stresses you out so much that you just like, fuck Facebook, fuck uh, Instagram. 
where we want to bring those same conversations online, offline. You know, that's the point of this. That's the point of this. So, you know, we just talk about the stuff that happens online all, all week um, in social media, and we try to get give some uh, some nice funny banter to it. Yeah. So again, thank you again. See you on January. Yeah, we we, we're a taking a break. We're taking a break. This is a uh, season finale. Yeah. Black love. First of all, I want to thank. First of all, all of you. Look underneath your seats. There's nothing. There's not, not a damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> and you ain't nothing. And you ain't nothing. We ain't had the money like that yet. We need more. We're gonna take my man, the man that that inspired our all all of our black love, Barry Obama. Mm -hmm. Right. Take us out. Obama. Boom. If you're tired of arguing with strangers on the internet. Try talking with one of them in real life.